Isn't it curious that every member of your family has a different voice? That a baby can recognize their mother's voice from inside the womb? That identical twins have the exact same vocal cords but usually don't sound similar? And teenagers can sense the tone of their dad's voice when he says, I'll think about it. Even over WhatsApp. I'll think about it. Let your family follow their curiosity with unlimited data when you bring everyone's plans together on Vodafone's multi-mobile red family plan. Get a third plan for only 15 euro per month. 12-month contract, 15 euro per month. Max speed, 10 megabits per second. Applies when you add red unlimited SIM only as a third plan with red family. See Vodafone.ie for full terms. Gastology. Welcome to another episode of Castology, the podcast where we tell you what to listen to. What to listen and to because we're bossy shits like that. <laughs> Obey. Or we just have good taste. <laughs> well, some of us. Some of us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of us. Hey, one of which us. one? <laughs> Find out next week. <laughs> All oh, of us dear. are like, yes, one of us, side eyeing I'm everybody. willing to admit maybe two. And a half fish. Oh, uh, look, you know, everyone has an off week. I'll I'm admit pretty... one. One what? <laughs> Just one that you <laughs> like? He's doubling down. <laughs> He's on doubling down. Yeah, face. this is the guy who hasn't subscribed to anything that we've suggested, even though he likes it. So, <laughs> and, he, and he's willing to listen to them all, just doesn't want to subscribe them. Yeah, it's... no, because he's I don't precious. need it clogging up my subscribing feed. No, he'll just go and search for it just so that he has the moral <laughs> high ground of not having subscribed to anything to ever. like that. All right? I like culling things, like Facebook friends. <sighs> He's like Marie Kondoing his podcast yeah. list. Look. It, this does not spark joy. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> so... As you may have heard, we recommend podcasts and then the next week we come to the table and talk about them and bitch about other people's, uh, bitch about each other's we tastes. We do a lot of bitching. Oh, last week we were a bit cranky pants. A little bit. Mm. I have a few things to say this week. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've got some things to say this week. Not like as cranky as I was last week. <laughs> <laughs> Zane, I'm looking at you. Me. <laughs> So, I have the good taste of the table. Yeah, uh, yeah, yes, darling. I'm patting his head from across the table. Yes, of course it's you. No, I, I freely admit that I'm a podcast slut. I, I think this week you yes guys both everything. had excellent taste. Oh, Thank you. Excellent. I might be the weak link this week. Yes. I mean, <laughs> what? So, as we normally do, we start with reviewing what we talked about last week and then we'll go on to give you some more recommendations to listen to this week and hopefully you'll listen along with us and then write to us and tell us what you thought of our Absolutely. tastes. Um, I think that's really important. If you guys ever hear something that you really like, send us a message and go, heck yes, more of this. And if we do something terrible, send us a message going, hell no. I mean, that's the best off. way to find new podcasts is to find someone else who likes a podcast that you like. Exactly. And get them to tell you what else they're listening to. Exactly. So align your tastes with one of us and we shall show you the way. So yes. last week we brought to the table uh, Ram Das Here and Now. In a very meditation-y voice. Uh, we bought The Dollop. and in a non meditation voice. In a very non meditation <laughs> very American way. voice. And The Dropout in a very documentary-style voice. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So what do we want to talk about well, first? Well, let's rip off the Band-Aid. Let's do Ram Dass here and now oh, first. Ah, darling. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shall I go first, Yes, please, please do. Please okay, do. so I started listening to Ram Dass and I did not follow your instructions 
and go from the very start. I started just with random episode. Oh, God. Because this is a podcast that I've been putting off for a while. I have read and listened to a lot about Ramdas, but I've never got into his podcast because of the content. Well, not, more the delivery, but I didn't get through that first episode. So I went back to the start. I was like, oh, I kept drifting What happened off. in the first episode you were listening to? Was it a more current one? Because if it's a current one, mm, I feel bad about for saying this. It's about halfway through. But I, I cannot listen to post-stroke Ramdas. That's it's too slow for me. I just don't you listen okay. to everything at one point? <coughs> yeah, but even even that. Okay, Patrick. I feel bad. Pre-stroke Ramdas was too slow for me. I had yeah. to mm. listen to this at twice speed, or I was just drifting off. Yeah. And not not focusing on anything. Um, again. I appreciate who he is and what he does and what he thinks about, but this content is not for me. Mm. Um, I would much prefer like a redux of his thoughts and opinions rather than this style of him just talking very slowly to a this is what group I of people about what happened. Well, this is the thing. When I sat there and listened to the content and I had to force myself to turn everything off, to stop doing everything, sit down and listen to what he was saying and not just hear it but understand it, mm. I, would, I, I actually liked the content but the delivery was so – and there were – because it's older lectures that have been yeah, recorded like years ago, the audio 80s. content is quite hard to um, understand sometimes. And I just had this vision of this like culty kind of atmosphere with everyone like going, yeah, oh, cheering. Sure um, if somebody else with a more dynamic voice and present presenters like vibe were to retell his teachings – I would be more into that because the content I liked, but I found it very difficult because he's so slow. See, I don't know what it is, but I actually enjoy those rustic sounding recordings of him. I don't. I don't mind recordings. Like, like I said, like I don't mind. But even when they even put his delivery, I, don't, I actually I enjoy his delivery. Do you listen to it sped up though? Yes, I do. Yes. Yeah, okay. so. But before I realized I could speed podcasts up, I was still listening to it. And then, because I did a bit of research, because I was like, am I just not in the frame of mind for this? Because I mm. am so busy at the moment that I forget to put shoes on that are the same some days. <laughs> and I thought, okay, maybe it's just my, you know, skittish brain not focusing. And so I did a lot of research and there's a lot of love for Ramdas over oh, the yeah, internet. Absolutely. Like a lot. And so I was like, okay, well maybe it's just me because this guy has such like so many people writing reviews going, you know, thank you so much, your chicken soup for the soul. I love listening to your teachings. And it was like this this, you know, massive outpouring of affection for this guy. So I thought maybe it might have just been me not dealing with it. The, the presentation because I'm so fucking tired. Thanks, Insomnia. Um, but, yeah, so I get – and I get why there's a lot of love for him when you actually sit down and listen to the, to the mm. values that he's espousing. And a lot of his values I align with very closely. Um, but, yeah, too, too slow for me. I'm too – 
Speed that fucker up. Yeah, look, do you know what? I think I'm going to start listening to Patrick's podcast at (laughs) 1.7 times so that I can get the full Pat Shearer experience Mm. and judge it in that manner. Because when I listen to it slowly and carefully like Liz Best, it does not work Like I tried this at 1.5 and it was still (laughs) – so I I done it at 2 and I was like, okay, I can engage with this a in, a way, in a way that yeah. I would usually engage with You're a podcast. You're 1.7, right? I got 1.7, right. yeah. I'd like 1.75 for the sake of, you know, not, that's Efficiency. not symmetry, but you know what I mean? There's a, it's a There's nice, a nice it's, a, it's a multiple of 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's like important. in quarters, mm. yeah. Okay. Anyway. So uh, I don't really have much else to say. Like I, I, I can't engage with this podcast Um in any meaningful way, unfortunately. But I think um, if for those of you out there who are um, particularly into like spiritualism and mindfulness and and those kinds of teachings, I think you will dig this if if you if you are into listening to a podcast for its content rather than its presenter. And I think that's the vibe that I got from a lot of the reviews because I I don't want to turn up here and go, this is a fucking horrible podcast because it really wasn't and there's so much love for him out there. So if that's the kind of content that you like, I would give it a go. I think you'll find it. It just wasn't for me. I can also imagine that the spirit in which he's giving these lectures is a very meditative yeah, it sort is. of experience. And he, so he is constantly it, asking the yeah. audience to just sit with that for a bit. So it's like the pauses so if, are. If you were sitting there, if you were in the there, I'm sure floor. it would have made sense as well. If yeah. you at the time of the talk, even if you like, I, we've said this before. We do other things while we're listening mm. to podcasts. So if I do that, I, I'm not listening and taking in. I'm being the most unmindful person. I know. That I, I almost feel like I'm be. cheating on this podcast when I listen to it sped up because it seems antithetical to the purpose of it. <laughs> it in the absolutely first place. is, Patrick. but like, but like, yeah, I feel like I'm if busy. I would be z, if I were to put a rug down in my room and just sit there with my eyes closed and listen to this, I think I would get more out of it than what right. I got. So, on that note, shall we move on to guys who do talk quite fast? Quite fast. Quite fast without speaking them up. sometimes in Irish accents that <laughs> they get in trouble for. So, let's move on to the dollop. The dollop. What did you guys think? Now, I have heard so much about the dollop from different podcasts that I've listened to but never actually listened to the dollop. Same. And the problem was the first time I went to listen to The Dollop, I picked a random episode that had a crap load of people talking on it rather than just the one or the two. Yeah. And I got so confused as to who was who, I put it down and never picked it was back up like again. Was this like a live episode? It must have been because I was listening to it and I know so many people who love it and I was like, oh, no, this was like years ago. Well, I've only been listening to podcasts for two years. So, like, this was a year ago, <laughs> that whole long ago. Um, and I put it down and never came back to it. The episode that Zane recommended to me, which is the history of Domino's Pizza, holy hell, that is way more salacious than it has any right to be. (laughs) Pizza should not be this interesting nor criminal nor like – Wow. The head of Domino's Pizza, you guys, was practically a freaking mafia boss. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just thinking it's got to be mob involved. But without being in the mob, he just acted like a freaking mobster and there were like allegations of potential mob ties, but like. And he kind of played into that story because he, he wanted that. Yeah. yeah. It was just the, the sheer. Dominoes. Yeah, Dominoes. <laughs> it used to be called Dominix, then he changed it to Dominoes. Um and yeah, the the, sh- the ruthlessness and the number of times that he sold the company when it was shit and bought it back and made mm. it awesome again. It's like he was like, "I'm done with this now. Oh, I'm not done with it. Let's come back and I'll make uh, you amazing." And then, psh, like um, an abusive spouse. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. But 
yeah, they, they like the one thing I found most fascinating is they were talking about how they used to have like a 20 or half an hour or it's free if it's not hot policy, but they had to discontinue that because so many of the drivers were getting into car accidents because yeah. they were speeding to get right. people pizzas for free because <laughs> clearly their heat bags are shitter than, than we are now. Or, you know. Yeah, no, technology's come a long way. There also just weren't as many damn dominoes around when he started that policy, yeah. I guess. Now yeah. there's one on every corner. Mm. But fascinating i loved the way that they would get into a conversation about something and rather than just let it be an aside that actually play out the entire scenario yeah yeah, gareth is great with uh just his like quick fire improv so yes this one they called a reverse dollop and i thought that maybe meant that the guy who's normally the listener was presenting for once correct the reverse dollop is gareth telling dave a story yes so i really I dug that dynamic, especially because Dave seemed incredibly and increasingly surprised yeah. with the ridiculousness <laughs> of how pizza was this complicated. Um, they, those kind of episodes are very few and far between. They usually happen when Dave is like touring or planning to do a special. Right. And so Gareth kind of takes a little bit of the workload um, because Gareth does definitely have the easier job of the two. Mm. Yeah. Just sit on stage and make fun of a story as it's told. Um, yeah, I want that as a job. He's very good at it. He's very, very good at it. Yeah. Um, and I think like that's the dollop has kind of invented this formula that so many other podcasts are latching onto and running with. Like even well, uh, ain't it rich? Mm. is the same sort of like one person telling another person a story and then making jokes about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I gave Patrick. A you gave Donald me Donald Trump. Trump. Part A, and then I was so fascinated that I listened to Part B as well. Speaking of the mob, (laughs) so good. Like, yeah, I learned so much. Like all those rumours that you heard um, with the 2016 campaign and every rumour you've heard basically just expounded upon it. And it's all public record, like all things that everyone knew. Mm. Do they have his tax records in there? No. No. damn it. But, yeah, like just it's, it's insane. Yeah. So yeah. insane. Is it angry making insane or fascinating? Well, I like because I listen to Ramdas here and now I don't get angry anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is why I'm such a cranky shit. No, I, I was just, I was just, I was more entertained. Oh, it was, it's anger inducing. But I mean, if you think about it, it makes you angry. But what you're in the moment, it's like you know. I, but it's, it's yeah, it's I guess like it's this, comedy. It's like so. a, it's like a skit. Yeah. It's like so it's life like, is a skit. Yeah. I'm down with that. We're all in it. We cope with it by laughing at it and then mm. crying into our wines later. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it, yep. it was – and they. The, I think like at the end of part one, they're like, where are we at? We're at an hour and a half. It's like, oh, there's so much more. We've got to do a part two. And I was yeah. like, yeah, there's just so much shit. Because part one is mostly just kind of like his – childhood and where his money came from yeah and like the early disappointment yeah, uh. <laughs> <He was. laughs> uh, yeah. but yeah like it's just did it, you like it a, enough to subscribe patrick i haven't subscribed yet but that's because my phone ran out of battery so, just after i finished <laughs> so wait does this mean you're going to subscribe 50-50 currently. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. God. You, you have see- to let us know if you do. I will. But yeah. I also feel like if I subscribe to one thing, I'm going to have to unsubscribe to another thing. So something I'm going to have to You don't have to. This well, is not you how can the subscribe podcast- to the dollop, unsubscribe to Rumdas. Good plan. The people have But had then I'm going to get angry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's time to get angry, <laughs> Donald Trump is president of the United States. It's yeah, time to get it's angry. It's past time to get angry. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
You ain't going to stop him long. with meditation. I can't imagine he'll be president. For Fingers crossed. Longer. No one could imagine he could be president in the first place. So oh, I, I imagined. don't. I, <laughs> I was very close to putting a bet on him. He was playing like five to one. I could not Hillary. believe that it would happen. And on the day that it was happening, my heart broke. Like I, I could like, not. I've spoken about it on the Greg Proops episode that I like, I literally, I had to stop life for a bit. I actually yeah. wanted it to happen. Why? Because now people are much more aware of how fucked up that system it's, is. Do you know what? I've been watching um, American was Hillary, Horror Story. If cult. it was Hillary, I think people would have been asleep for a lot longer. Have you have you watched American Horror Story? Cult? No, I haven't. So one of the characters in that is a f- hardcore feminist and she basically says that her favourite president in the entire world is Donald Trump because of the fact that women have been subservient for so long and men have built up this dam to keep women out of everything and Donald Trump with every shitty thing he's saying is finally chipping away oh, yeah. at that dam. And like making people one of the podcasts that I've been talking about for a while and what I will eventually get to is Congressional Dish. And because I feel like I know a lot of the dirty secrets. I feel mm. like Donald Trump is, if anything, just exposed a lot of that. Yeah. On that note, shall we talk the about another out. dirty secret? <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, what did you think of the dropout so far? Do you want to go? Well, I will go. Do you, I I'll will go. say you go. I'm, I haven't finished. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, really, I do like it. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. It's angry making. Oh yeah. It's uh, for some reason I listened to the, a Bernie Madoff podcast not so long ago, um, and just just this kind of added on top of that, and I, I just like ah, oh, I got to that exhausted stage of angry. Was it the Radio Lab thing? Because I'm pretty sure Radio Lab did a. Yeah, it was actually. Yeah, Radio because Lab I recognise this because I got up to episode three and I think they talked to a guy who interviewed Bernie Madoff while he was on the phone. He was phoning him in prison and I was like, I would listen to that because that mm. was a Radio Lab thing. And this, yeah. yeah, reminded me a lot of that. Anyway. So uh, it's very it's very well scripted. Um, I'm, I'm going to listen to it all the way through. I don't. I don't think it has a lot of re-listen value. No. Uh, unlike something like Serial does like you can listen to serial and then kind of get a little bit more of the flow of what they're doing. I think this is very much more standard documentary style, which I appreciate. I'm going to say I appreciate that style a lot more because I think I mentioned when we reviewed serial that I took a little bit of issue with the editorial voice that they had in serial. I think that is less present in the dropout. And so I really, I really Mm. like it. Yeah. And I highly recommend it if you are interested in this sort of uh, culture of, of capital, this capital culture and like uh, massive money, uh, uh, how massive money works in the U S at the moment. Um, Very interesting. What about you, Patrick? Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with Zane. I, yeah, loved this. I am three episodes in and I will finish because I want to see how this ends. It doesn't and it's just, yet. Oh, it, it doesn't. So as in this is a continuing it's thing. It's done, but the story continues because there oh, are because still of, ongoing yeah, true, true, true. issues. But I can't remember which episode it was in, but has episode three gotten to her questioning yet? Because they actually play... I haven't heard a whole lot from her. There's a little bit from her. but you shocked at how damn deep her voice was? Yeah, I was. My God. (laughs) Hello, I'm Elizabeth Holmes. Let me explain. Everyone calls you crazy when you've got an idea. Like, no, Mm. what? No, just you. (laughs) (laughs) We're just calling you crazy. We're just calling you crazy, crazy pants. Yeah, no, later on they play parts of her interrogation and questioning and and 
she says, I think they say at one point, she says, I don't know, 630-something times throughout her deposition. I can't recall. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I mean, you're running a company and you don't know. I think that's a cold, know. calculated individual. Mm. So, you're of the cold, calculated. Oh, yes. Not the she 100%. had a dream. and Yeah. Yeah. Just the it's that weird narcissistic. It's also off the back end of listening to the Trump thing and how he had Roy Cohn on board and like she's got lawyers like Roy Cohn telling her what to fucking say. Like yeah, she she's calculated. Yeah. Oh, so how about we take the opportunity to go into next week's recommendations? Woo, I will it. start because I have a reader submission, a listener submission. I don't know what people do with podcasts. Apparently they read them now. <laughs> I've got a listener submission of the Sugar Baby Confessionals. Ooh. Ooh. Now, Zane pointed this out to me as something that would be a very – So I will say – I've listened to some of it. Yeah. And I was very impressed. Well, yes, this is because this was one of the ones where Zane listened to the slush pile and went, Liz, I think this is up your alley. I think you should recommend this to the group. And I must have been about 15 minutes into the first episode when I texted Zane going, oh, yeah, I'm I'm into this. So as the name would suggest, the Sugar Baby Confessionals is basically um, the host, Sarah, talks to a friend of hers uh, that they give the uh, pseudonym of Ruby. Yes. Um, and she is a married woman who has decided to become a sugar baby. And so it kind of starts out before she's actually gone and done it and she talks about getting prepared for the dates and, and, and how she chooses men to go on dates with and what her husband thinks about it. Um, but before this, she you know admits that she and her husband have a fairly um, adventurous and open um, relationship and sex life anyway. And I really connected with it because I feel like I have a very similar um, point of view to this as the host, Sarah. Mm-hmm. So she describes her – I mean, I don't agree with the whole vanilla. She describes her sex life as vanilla and I'm kind of like, mm, maybe caramel. Um, but <laughs> she um, is is very worried for her friend and coming at it from a, okay, I just want to know like why you want to do this and without judging her manages to kind of – get across that she's worried and but at the same time genuinely want to know more about this lifestyle and about why she's chosen to do it and about you know if it's working for her and why what if it does work for her what is it that works for her um and I found and I've always wanted to know what pushes people into this especially people who are like married and in relationships Mm. and I I just found it a really fascinating look I think I'm about four episodes in because I have a really busy life, um, but life is hard. but yeah, but I'm I'm a hundred percent digging it, and I have absolutely no hesitation in recommending it. Um, mostly because it's very open about sex, and I think that their catchphrase when I was doing a bit of research on them is one way or another, you always pay for sex. Yeah. So it was, <laughs> you know, it's kind of, you know, talking about whether you know, is it sexy? Is it scary? Is it fun? Is it you know, and just hearing the story as someone's progressing through this particular lifestyle, you can kind of hear. I just like listening to the journey of, like, rather than someone who's a professional yeah, yeah. sugar baby who's been doing this for years, just like the trepidation and the excitement and the and going through the journey with them. I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I that's my recommendation for this week. Um, it was a submission, and I think you should all listen along and tell us what so you. So, was thought. this submitted by the actual people behind it, or just? I believe who so. Was, yes, okay. I think by Zane, the by the by the hosts. Right. Yeah, Very cool. I think Zane said that he's like now friends with one of them. Yeah. Well, no, we had a good chat on. 
email just basically nerding out about podcasts. Like they yeah. love uh, um, Paul F. Tompkins and so they really uh, loved yes. the adventure out, the thrilling adventure out. They'd never heard of that before. So, yeah, we, we had How a How do a you chat. love Paul F. Tompkins and you've never heard of thrilling adventure hour? Well, he kind of hit – after the thrilling right. adventure hour, and so he's gone on to do other things, and he's got spontaneous nation now. Yeah, yeah so. but yeah, because I aligned fairly closely in in what my thoughts were with Sarah, I was just, and she was asking all of the questions that my journalist brain was going, "What about this? What about this? What about this?" So I think she delved into it really well, and that's what I'm suggesting. And so that's a it's a start from the start, and yeah, because yeah. it's a journey. Um, it's very much a start from the start because it's all it's it's a cereal, it's a yeah. sugar baby cereal. Yeah. Basically, so if you don't start from the start, you'll be in the middle. Absolutely, logically. <laughs> so, Patrick, me. What are you bringing to the table uh, this particular week? I would like to bring the psychedelic salon. Uh, it's not quite as slow as uh, Ramdas here now, although I suppose it could be. I mean, if you couldn't get enough <laughs> of old tapes from the 80s of men who could potentially be interpreted as cult leaders talking to other uh, spiritually minded people, then buckle in. I mean, we're not saying that Patrick <laughs> has a very specific kind of taste in podcasts. I just love but. Terrence McKenna and this is like an archive of his words, but it's also not all about Terrence McKenna. Um, the host, his name is Lorenzo. He's an old psychonaut from the 60s. Right. You know, and he just wants to archive and maintain a lot of these old talks and current talks as well because he goes to Burning Man now and I think it's called the Palenque Nortum Talks and there's also the Esalen Institute, which is, you know, where a lot of psychedelic research happens. So he goes and gets uh, current talks and he also gets some of the old stuff from like Timothy Leary and Terence McKenna, who some of you may or may not know, but no, perhaps we'll ask, know. Who after. is Terence McKenna? Terence McKenna is sort of in a similar vein to Ram Dass as being one of the psychedelic revolutionaries. I didn't think he came onto the scene quite as early. He sort of hit his stride in the 90s and late 80s. Mm. But, yeah, a 20th century philosopher who has a vocabulary that I envy above probably anyone else uh, and is just very switched on and, and did a marvellous articulation of the psychedelic experience. And actually, because I'd had psychedelic experiences before I'd heard him, and then when I heard him talk about it, I was like, oh, okay, there's something more to this that I'm not quite getting because I was kind of just taking mushrooms with my friends and laughing at shit on the wall. <laughs> but um, Wait, literally? <laughs> not <laughs> fecal matter, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, after I'd heard him, you know, talk the way that he does, there was, there's, there's another layer to it. There's something deeper that that's, you know, what Ram Dass started on the path to his spiritual journey i guess and yeah i just found him very interesting and engaging and useful and it's helped shape the way i think so now i'm going to indoctrinate everyone else <laughs> <laughs> sorry cult leader did you say no what <laughs> <laughs> so um what episodes do you recommend that we listen to uh well i recommend like they'll be in the program notes uh, ones that are terence mckenna's talks uh there's one that I remember specifically called The Angel and the Monkey where he talks about – well, he's got a, a theory called the stoned ape theory, which is how humans may or may not have evolved um, alongside psychedelic mushrooms because it increases visual acuity, so it would help with hunting, hunting and then it increases also promiscuity. 
So it would have helped with mating. And then at very high doses, it can induce like a spiritual experience. So Because we thinks, all know that monkeys need help with mating. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Some of them mm-hmm. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they should give these to pandas actually. Well, yes, maybe less they're struggling. Mm. It's mm. almost like they want to go extinct. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so there will be specific uh, episodes in the or in the show notes, or just anything Terence McKenna. Yeah, well, that's the reason I subscribe to it, but also yep. like some of the more recent stuff from Burning Man. Like Rick Doblin would be on a couple of times. He is the head of an association called MAPS, which is the multi multidisciplinary association for psychedelic studies, hmm. which has a lot of interest, interesting information about. Uh, MDMA-assisted psychotherapy and what's happening right now in terms of regulation for psilocybin-assisted psychotherapy mm. and LSD-assisted psychotherapy. You probably you might learn about the history of why these substances have been illegalized and how they're sort of creeping back into uh, the mainstream now because this information is getting out. Cool. Well, we'll listen to that. And with that, we will move on to Zane. Zane. Okay. I okay. have a user submission. Okay. This one... I don't anticipate either of you loving, but it is an example of a kind of podcast that I want to see more of. So I want to give them uh, this platform to kind of push them out. It's very specific to a very specific niche, but it's very done in a very mindful way that I really appreciate. So it is called Challenging Behaviours um, and they are a relatively new podcast. Time of recording, I think they've only got 16, 17 episodes up. But they're about – it's done by three uh, three guys who all work in, in various ways with people with disabilities or learning difficulties. And so it is about challenging the way that society view and – engage with people with disabilities and learning difficulties, Um, whether that is through interviewing people who have these disabilities and what it's like or or like focusing on dyspraxia or dyslexia. Um, One of the first episodes I listened to, which I'm going to assign to Liz, was just an interview episode with uh, RJ Mitt, who has cerebral palsy. He was in Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. He was the son in Breaking Bad. Um, so they are just getting started. There are some audio issues, but they are getting better. Um, and uh, in the Frank Turner episode, which I think I've recommended to Pat, mm-hmm. um, there is a little bit there because it is mostly done over the phone. Um, but I think this sort of podcast uh, and is going to be seen more. Uh, the, the kind of podcast that fits into a niche that nothing else fits into. Um, I think there is not – there. Are, at least I haven't heard of any podcasts or any big podcasts that talk about disability in a real-world sense, about people who work with disability and are making a podcast for people with disability or to help people without disabilities understand it. Um, so this is why I'm recommending Challenging Behaviours. They also submitted um, through our website and so – I, I don't know if you will subscribe. I have subscribed because I was surprised with how much I engaged with mm. the content um, and I hope that they keep improving um, because, yeah, it's not, it's, it's not the Savage Lovecast for disabled but people. But I think what better medium for something like that than a podcast? Absolutely. You know. Democratise uh, 
podcasting is democratizing information. So I think Except these guys the are. Pardon? Except for the deaf. Uh, Well, no, even even then, uh, transcribing is becoming more and more common. Really? Yeah, absolutely. It's a big push and like as soon as I can afford it, I will be doing it to all of our podcasts as well. Um, Subscribe to our Patreon. No, do we have a Patreon? We we don't have a Patreon, (laughs) uh, but there are a number of podcasts on the network that do. Um, But yeah, so definitely making it. uh, And that's something that they discuss as well is how, how to make media that is being consumed by everyone except these people with various disabilities, how to make that approachable to them as well. Um, Because usually when you say that everyone's listening to, Mm. you're immediately excluding deaf people. Mm. So, yeah, um, I'm recommending challenging behaviours. I know you said that you weren't sure if we would like that. I'm not 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 sure whether you would love it in the way that you love like – Serial or oh, yeah, yeah, but that's like a deep obsession. Like I can still love something without being highly obsessed with it. Yeah, and like I'm not highly obsessed with this podcast, but I really appreciate what they're doing, and I was surprised with how much I engage with the content that they were producing. Um, so yeah, that's why yeah, I picked them to to put them on. Okay, well, those are our recommendations for this week, guys. You should listen along with us. So have a listen to those three. What were they? Sugar Baby Confessionals, Challenging Behaviours and Psychedelic Psychedelic Salon. Salon. And then write in. Tell us if you think that we have awesome taste or terrible taste and tell us what you want to hear more of because we don't do this for ourselves. We do this to recommend to you because so many people are like, what podcast should I listen to? So if you tell us if you agree with something or disagree with something, we know what to give you more of so on that note we are on facebook we are on instagram we are on twitter under castology or castology podcast i think for some of them yes um and also you can write into our website which is that's not canon.com forward slash, forward slash castology. castology i can never remember if there's a dot au at the end of it no castology and email at castology at gmail.com. At gmail.com. We've got a super handy form on our website where you just have to, you know, type a little few things in and hit enter if you want us to listen to something. And Zane, Less than five minutes. Zane will go through the pile and tell us which ones are worth listening to. Or I at mean, least flag it if he thinks yeah. it's interesting and then I we'll jump in. but it's a fun job. I enjoy it. Yeah. Look, yeah. honestly, if I had more time, I would be diving headfirst <laughs> into that slush pile. But my life, I can't hear My one real complaint about the slush pile is that I don't have time to seek out and listen to all the podcasts that I just stumble across. Ah, yes. I just have to listen to the ones that come through. The ones that come through. <laughs> so, yes, you can control it by sending the things through that you think you want to hear because he can't listen to anything else. So, guys, we have been your castologist. I am Liz Best and to my right is... I'm Zancy Weber. And across the table from me today is... Because we've changed seating arrangements. It's very weird. I don't deal well with change. Pat's normally to next back? to me. And, no, actually, I quite like being able to look at you to rather than doing me. an eve. E- like an awkward side hustle. Yeah. So I kind of like this new arrangement. But anyway, I'm Pat Shearer. He is Pat Shearer. And we have been Castology. Goodbye. Bye. Watch your favourite TV show. Watch your favourite movie. Do you think The Godfather is overrated? Then you've tuned into the right place. I'm Shane. I'm Josh. I'm Chanstar. And we're the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers in-depth discussions on movies and TV, there's interviews, commentaries, and more top 10 lists than you can imagine. It's all available at the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers, available wherever you get your podcasts, also available at that'snotcanonproductions.com.